The Time Out Dubai podcast. This is The Big Listen. And welcome to Time Out Dubai's The Big Listen. Today we're talking about veganism and we've got Ananda Shakespeare from Dubai Vegan Days and we've got Jumana Saber from The Hippie Deli and Emily Evans, our group art editor, who is also a vegan. So we're here to chat a little bit about plant-based living in the city. So firstly then, have we seen a massive grow recently? Yeah, I would say we have. We've got over 500 likes on Dubai Vegan Day's Facebook page already since last May. Um, and our events are pretty much sell out. So we, we have full capacity normally. Um, quite often it's about 80 people filling up a restaurant. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I think there's definitely a boom, although I don't have lots of data for the UAE. Mm-hmm. It has definitely grown in the last six months. I have noticed that um, a lot of people are uh, either becoming more plant-based or adopting a vegan lifestyle and restaurants are beginning to see that demand. So almost every place in Dubai uh, is uh, accommodating uh, vegans by uh, launching vegan specific menus. You can even call in advance and just mention that you're vegan and the chef will prepare something for you. That's mm-hmm. happened with me a lot. Mm-hmm. Same, yeah. Yeah, so do you think that was an issue before then going out, kind of not knowing what was on the menu or just worrying about, like, say, so going to a social engagement, somebody's got a party. Yes. There's a menu that goes around. There's nothing vegan on there. How do you deal with that situation? I know because I go out with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You just, yeah, well, exactly. Um, You've got to ring up if there was nothing on the menu, ring up. And normally most chefs will happily accommodate, won't they? Mm. But like we say, more and more places do have a dedicated menu nowadays, which is amazing. I suppose that's more helpful for the chef as well, isn't it? Because then he doesn't have to think like at the last minute. I know from speaking to chefs yeah. and stuff, they said, oh, it's quite difficult having to come up with something and then they're not giving the quality of food that yes. they would like. So therefore, I guess yes. having a special menu mm-hmm. makes it better for everybody. Would yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, it's best to check ahead. And if there isn't a Dubai, uh, sorry, if there isn't a vegan menu, then um, like you said, Emily, um, just let them know in advance and they'll normally happily create something. But if you turn up, it's a lot more stressful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah without the restaurant any... and the customer for yeah. sure. Yeah, they want, the chefs also want to make sure that they can prepare something that is um, creative and delicious and not just your, uh, you know, very basic pasta and tomato sauce. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. I've had many a time. Yeah. Mm. Classic Arabiata. Yeah. It's delightful, but yeah. sometimes you want more. Yeah. <laughs> So do you think real effort has been made in kind of designing the menus in the city of late then? Oh, yeah. I think gone are the days where you've got a side salad and that's your option. Mm. Or even like Quinoa. a fancy salad. Yeah, a salad. Yeah, like a staple. Like now they're going like crazy things. Like Hibidelli, obviously, I know it's not a restaurant, but a takeaway version. You've got Eggs Benedict. I'm what? air quoting for people yeah, so listening. What is, what is an Eggs Benedict without the eggs? Explain to me your Benedict. Well, we just try to recreate um, uh, dishes uh, that, that uh, you know, vegans maybe used to eat because there are a lot of people that were not born or raised mm-hmm. vegan. They've either recently converted or are in the process of transitioning. And we, uh, with Hippie Deli, what we wanted to do was show that you can do so much with plant foods. We still want to serve a wholesome, nutritious, plant-based food to um, our, our, our customers. Um, but we also want to be creative with this. So something like a, a vegan Benedict will take chickpeas because they're similar in color to 
eggs when you've got egg scramble and just use certain spices to enhance the flavor. We don't necessarily want to create something that tastes exactly like an egg. I mean, there are a lot of vegans out there that still um, uh, are very nostalgic about the taste of meat and eggs. I'm not one of those. I'm, I'm very much over the taste of animal products. Um, but just to serve something up that is creative and in a way resembles um, some of the dishes that we grew up loving mm. um, is what we wanted to do. So with the Eggs Benedict that we have, the, our vegan version is uh, chickpeas. Um, and, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you more. You're going to have to try it and it's a, it's a secret. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I love it. That, that's just amazing. I've never eaten an egg, so I don't know what an egg tastes like. Um, but it's incredible what you're doing to provide alternatives to people that do miss them and it's such a helpful thing mm -hmm. to help people transition of it's course. it's just a great job that you're doing at hippie deli and i haven't tried any of your um your meals so i can't wait to order some i can't wait either <laughs> oh you're gonna you're gonna love it oh. <laughs> honestly they're, they're amazing I, yeah i've yeah. heard a lot oh i'm blushing now <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting you say that you've never eaten an egg have you been vegan for life or vegetarian for life or so i was brought up um vegan and vegetarian at different points so i'm from a traditional sort of english um family well not my immediate parents because they were hippies but um i was brought up vegan for a while and there was a lot of pressure from my mother's parents to um, feed, feed us a, a vegetarian um, diet instead of vegan. So we started out vegan. And, and at some point we were vegetarian for a few few years, but no eggs. Um, and then when I went to university um, around sort of 18, 19, that's when I decided I wanted to um, embrace um, veganism. So, yeah, I've been vegan for about 25 years now. Wow. Yeah. I imagine not just in Dubai, but around the world, veganism in 25 years has changed dramatically. Mm. Gosh, you know, I've got, I've traveled all over the world and had some really difficult situations. And yes, there's been many times in places like Russia, I haven't been able to eat or my dinner's been an apple or a piece of bread. Um, so yeah, 20, 30 years ago, it was really, really difficult. Um, places like London and New York are fantastic for vegans. Um, and Dubai is catching up. It's amazing. Um, I really think there's much more going on in Dubai um, in the vegan community and uh, with the vegan restaurant scene than there is in smaller cities like Brussels, which I visit quite often. So it, it's just great to see what's going, happening here. And um, the vegan community is quite tight. Um, everyone loves to help each other and recommend products and, mm -hmm. and, and things. So it's, yes. it's fantastic. That's especially true in Dubai, mm. by the way. Um, I think our numbers are growing and uh, we, we, we're looking out for each other. Um, mm. Also, there's a little bit of, um, um, I don't want to say ignorance, but, you know, a lot of restaurants and their staff, they're not well educated on what it, what vegan yeah. means. And I've often been in situations where I've gone to a restaurant and asked if something were vegan and they confirm and then I would find out later that it's really not. They would assume that vegan meant something like gluten-free. Mm. Um, so, you know, the first thing that I would do is contact uh, any vegan that I know in the region and tell them, beware. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. We've had that with you, haven't we? Yeah. When we've been out and... <laughs> I've been serving meat before. <laughs> yeah. And yes, then when me I too. mentioned it, the waiters, they just laughed. I was like, oh yeah, sorry, that's meat. Like, <laughs> like what can you do now? Luckily, I didn't eat it. Yes. But it's in the plate. I can see it. Yes. Like someone else could have eaten it. It could have been something... Like, in, yes. especially with meat. Okay, I can see it's there. Something... If you go... I went to another restaurant and... Um, I had a vegetarian dish and then later found out it had chicken stock. Like, well, what, what can you do? Yeah. You've eaten it now. I won't go back there. But so many places 
that, like you said, they're not quite educated just yet. Yeah. Maybe the chefs clearly are, but the waiters handling it, not some places are not quite there. Yeah, it's so. really, really worrying. And a lot of vegans in Dubai um, have horror stories of things that have happened to them around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never eaten meat. So things I do are just, I, I, if, if I'm being served um, something in pastry, I'll cut it open first. And I've never eaten meat and I've been served stuff with meat in it, which is, you know, really shocking. So I'm glad that I've averted some of these yeah. situations. Um, but yeah, I mean, I understand the horror of what some vegans have been through um, on their travels around the world. Like you say, that's where the Facebook groups come in. Everyone, if you've had a maybe bad experience, will post it. If you've had an amazing, good experience, mm. oh, we post it too as well. Yeah, like true. It's, it's brilliant. It's a really good... Um, it all does many different like social media handles and Facebook groups, but they're, they're really good. Mm. And where is amazing to go then? So let's firstly go for like a casual kind of low-key restaurant. You're going out with your mates. Where are you going to go? Little Earth. Oh, I'm there oh, every week, yeah. Yeah, to yeah, be honest. It's they, wonderful. They're, they're not a vegan restaurant because they do serve uh, fish. fish and mm. I believe that they have the dairy options for coffee or something like that. I'm not quite sure. I forget. But um, it's pretty 99% vegan there. Yes, and, it is. You know, it's a wonderful cafe. Um, and, and the food is amazing. It's really healthy. Yes. There's um, a vegan burger and it's got air fried so um, sweet potato chips. So it's really healthy. I mean, Very you healthy. Couldn't, yeah. You couldn't get much healthier for a, a, a vegan junk food option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it's wonderful. Um, I, I like, there's lots of places I like um, the vegan menus, places like Wagamama, Carluccio's, um, Little Bangkok. Um, for casual dining, there's so many places um that have vegan menus it's incredible mm-hmm. yeah or vegan options even the scene has a, a vegan curry so they do yeah it's good yeah there is a place that um we recently discovered my husband and i called streetery oh. in jlt, oh, JLT. Yeah. and yeah. they cater to vegans as well and really good food and for me if i'm going to go out to eat especially casual dining i want to be in a place where um i feel uh, welcomed and and you know it's also really important that the staff understand my dietary needs and my restrictions um and so when i go there and they tell me something is vegan i trust that that they really mean that it's vegan and that I'm getting vegan meals yeah. there, so that's really important. And also, what's really important for me when I eat out uh, is that I'm not paying a ridiculous amount for vegan food. Yeah. And there are only a few places in Dubai where uh, the vegan options cost just as much, if not little, than the regular options. But otherwise, most places overcharge for vegan food. They do. It's crazy. But speaking of budget food, though, Vietnamese food is that just one hour best restaurant for budget food. They've mm-hmm. got like a full um, vegan section on there. And yeah. the food is unbelievable. Mm. It's amazing. Things like tofus and curries and spring mm. rolls. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. So that's really good in JLT as well. Yeah. But yeah. Perhaps the education needs to come from us to the restaurateurs and hoteliers and that's in a way what Dubai Vegan Days does when we partner up with um, brands like Little Earth and well they, they're really educated but the the daily at the Rove in Healthcare City and um, we've done stuff with Dubai Herbal and Treatment Centre um, and in that w- that way it's it is it is spreading the word of what veganism is for people that are turning up and and for for some of the staff there as well. Mm-hmm. So in terms of your events then, kind of how do you set those up? Is that because people have come to you and said, is it due to demand that you're doing it or why is that? I just thought it was time that there was a um, 
a vegan, um, a regular vegan happening, like with with market um, with markets and brands and um, food and something that brought the community together, mm-hmm. and it's been so well received. I think at our first event we had about three hundred people or something wow. coming through. Not everyone was eating because mm-hmm. the capacity was about eighty. So we had people queuing for tables and. Uh, and all the vegan brands were selling out. There was Cajo Chocolate, uh, cajochocolate.com. They have a lot of vegan um, chocolates, so you can order those online and have them shipped to your door. Um, and there's lots of um, great um, um, local brands out there like um, Kling Nature who sell things like bamboo um, straws and things. If you're, you're The reason you're vegan might be because you're massively into the environment. Mm-hmm. And there's... Um, there's also shopping, um, like a goodness cart as well. So there's all sorts of things bubbling away out mm-hmm. there and brands that are beginning out here for for people like us, which is great. Well, I, say, I think sometimes people forget that veganism, okay, okay, it's about the food, a lot of it. But like you say, the, the other side of it, maybe your cosmetics, your toiletries, anything that you don't consume but still might have animal products mm-hmm. in. Like It's interesting that that is also on the rise. Yes. And people, even like big mainstream brands like Adidas got vegan sneakers now. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. yeah, Stella McCartney. Yes, well, she's yeah. always had, had, yeah. had she's stuff. Very yeah, she's good, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was the McCartney family that started Meat Free Mondays, of course, which is still going and they've still got a website. Was it really? Yeah. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's the whole family wow. behind Meat Free Mondays. A few years ago, Paul McCartney came to Abu Dhabi to perform and we were front row and center at the concert. And my husband, who is a heavy meat eater, asked me, how does this guy do it at 70, 70 years, a two and a half hour show nonstop? And I just looked at him and I said, veganism and yoga. (laughs) (laughs) Secret to long, happy life. Yeah, I mean, people tell me every day that I've got so much energy. Um, I mean, everyone says you look 10 years younger than you are, but I really believe that my lifelong vegetarian and vegan diet has something to do with the amount of energy I have. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I think it will do, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because quite a lot of people say that when they start being vegan, they kind of lose that energy level a bit. Do you think that's because they're not eating the right things? Possibly they're just going, oh, I'm not eating meat, so I'm just going to replace that with like carbs, bread, that kind of thing. Do you think that's possibly the issue? Possibly, or they're yeah. just saying, oh, I'm just going to eat loads of vegetables and nothing else? Well, they're not eating the right thing and yeah. they're not mm. eating enough. Um, uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, influencers, if you want to say, out there mm. who are promoting um, the vegan lifestyle and plant-based diet, but also um, they specifically talk about uh, not restricting your calories. Um, so it really depends on who, who you talk to. I am a huge advocate on consuming a lot of carbs from fruits mm-hmm. and from vegetables, so from whole foods. Uh, and I also uh, believe that consuming a certain amount of grains like brown rice and quinoa and frika and all these other healthy grains can be good for you. And it will aid in weight loss because everyone's concerned about um, gaining weight. Uh, consuming certain foods like grains and stuff like that because if you look at the um, traditional weight loss uh, meal plans it's a it's like grilled, grilled chicken and yeah. breast or whatever <laughs> with just like a little bit of veggies but a lot of eggs and that oh, kind of yeah, thing yeah but oh I don't really think that that's considered healthy food um, and I don't think that you should consume just 1,200 calories on a plant-based diet or on a vegan lifestyle I'm not saying just completely let go of counting your macros no you should know what works best for you you know there are different ways to be vegan in terms of food raw veganism uh, raw till four uh, high carb high fat high protein you know there are all these different diets Mm. within the vegan lifestyle you've got to find what works for you Mm. and at any given point in your life things can 
change. There was a time in my life where consuming four bananas minimum in a morning smoothie really helped me lose weight. I'm at a point where now maybe two is enough and I would rather eat more um, greens instead because I find that that's working for me. In the colder months, um, I find that eating uh, warm foods works better than when it's summertime. I just want to mm. eat fresh fruits yeah. and mm. lots of smoothies, lots of juices. So. Yeah, yeah. like you said, education is really important. And that's why at vegan, Dubai Vegan Days, we have things like nutritionists talking. Um, and it helps people that are already vegan as well as people are thinking about transitioning. So it's definitely important to look at what you're having. And just because you're vegan doesn't mean that you're having a healthy diet because you can eat junk every day. Yes. Um, so it's about what you're having. And Definitely, I'm an advocate of a whole food diet, mm -hmm. um, and that's what I was brought up eating. So you can have processed food, whether it's vegan or non-vegan, and you can have whole food too. So it's about choosing the healthy options. About being balanced in general yeah. in life, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. definitely where I went wrong. I, when I first turned vegan, I've been vegan for maybe two and a half years now, mm -hmm. and it went well at first. I was like, great, eating lovely healthy food. And then came like the vegan cheese at Freedom, the Bear Burger. I put on so much weight because yeah. I was in my mind. I was okay. like, "It's vegan. It's healthy. It doesn't matter. It's a mm. burger." Well, actually, you can't really eat so many burgers and like pizza, pasta every day. I was on a like, record rotation of like mm. three different takeaways. Yeah. <laughs> on a lot of weight before I yes, realized that this course. is not this is not yes. great for me. Yeah, original yeah. Oreos are vegan, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to go out there and tell people if you want to be vegan for health reasons, consume a lot of Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> they've got palm oil in anyway that too yeah <laughs> yeah so not for a lot of vegans they yeah. don't consider that very ethical because and, and ethical and environmentally friendly yeah. for sure yeah. yeah which is a really important important point that you've brought up right now is that to be vegan is not just about the food it's also for ethical reasons and for environmental reasons so yeah, yeah and everyone's got their own reasons some mm -hmm. people are vegan for health reasons some people for the environment some people for animal rights Sometimes people care about all three, you know, and yeah. everyone's different and it's fine. And people come at um, veganism from different perspectives. And like you said, there's lifestyle vegans, people that want to get rid of, um, they want to have vegan toiletries and makeup and perfumes. And they want to start with vegan cleaning products and those sorts of things. And then perhaps move on to buying vegan clothes. So not buying silk, not buying wool, not buying nubuck, leather, suede, avoiding those sorts of materials. Um, and people, some people find it easier to start with those things before they change their diet and mm. other people the other way around. So, you know, it's whatever, whatever, everyone makes an effort and everyone's transitioning and um, the vegan community, we should all be supporting each other, encouraging and being positive and helping mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. And how mm. easy is it then to find these extra things? So the cosmetics, the toiletries, that kind of thing, In starting on that rather than the clothes, mm -hmm. like now, is it easier than it was? Or? Yes. Yeah. In yes. Dubai, yes, it is. A lot of brands from uh, abroad are now available here. Marks mm. and Spencer have mm. uh, vegan shoes available mm. in, in Dubai. If you go to Sephora, there are yes. quite a few makeup brands that are vegan and cruelty-free. Yeah. 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 Tarte. Um, we used to have Bare Minerals, but they got rid of that. Um, the, what's the, the body shop? The body shop, like, yes. Yeah. And they had a petition going on uh, where they wanted to promote um, uh, the, the testing against animals to ban that. 
um, which is really nice. Carrefour, surprisingly, also has a lot of vegan products in there, whether it's home cleaning products or shampoos and conditioners. Um, even brands that I use for my daughter, uh, diapers and shampoos and body wash. Himalaya is a really good vegan, mm. cruelty-free brand as well. Lulu Hypermarket. Oh, they're uh, great, yeah. They've got the nail varnish brand, uh, what's it called? Essence, I think, that's vegan and it's toxic-free. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, so there's no excuse for people not no, it's, it's just about um, tapping into that information and yeah. you can tap into that information by keeping an eye on the Time Out vegan and vegetarian pages, keeping an, an eye out on Dubai um, vegan days and, and you know, joining the, the Facebook and WhatsApp groups and mm-hmm. following people on Instagram and things like that. And then that information is and tips are being passed around the community. So it's amazing what's available in the UAE already. Yes, of course. A lot of vegan activists are trying to make a change. And uh, within the UAE, um, one of the ways that they that these uh, vegans are being active in uh, promoting the messages, as you said, posting on Instagram, uh, writing blog posts on where they can find certain products, why they should uh, invest in these products and change up from their regular makeup or hair care or home care routine and products to something that is a little bit more environmentally friendly, a little bit more ethical and definitely yeah. going to be better for your health as well. You know, it's not just about what you put in your body, but what, what you also put on your body, it, yeah. what is around you, because you're either inhaling that or, you know, getting in contact with them through skin, etc. So, yeah, you learn something every day, even me. And I've been vegan for 25 years and I'm still learning yeah. and um, picking up. Um, you know, I, I thought I knew it all. And then I started joining vegan groups and starting my own vegan groups. And, and, and I didn't think there were any vegans in Dubai a year ago. I thought I was the only one. And then I realized there's a whole community out there. I've made loads of great new friends. Yeah. And we're swapping tips. And it's just, it's great. It's great. And you mentioned you have a daughter and you use kind of vegan products with her. Do you, is she vegan then? How was that? been as a process uh she is vegan uh i've been raising her vegan since birth um she has never had formula i also wanted to make sure that she uh first of all was eating a very healthy well-balanced diet um her grandparents are not the healthiest people sorry mother and (laughs) mother-in-law i love you but it's the truth um and it's been uh, also a an interesting journey for um, my mother specifically because she helps me a lot uh, in looking after her so cooking her foods and I've in a way taught her a few things you know we've taught each other things I've uh, changed up some of the foods that I grew up loving and eating and uh, veganized them so eliminating the meats uh, and the chickens and whatever my mother used to cook these foods with and then she would taste them and realize this is just as delicious mm. if not more delicious than if it were cooked with meat um, it's a bit challenging in the sense that you know she watches her grandparents eating foods um, that are either not healthy or not vegan and so what I have had to do is either figure out a way to make these things at home biscuits and cookies and because I want also to make sure that she's not having processed sugar um, not consuming white flour often and if it was difficult to do so if I was pressed for time because I do work full-time and I do multiple things then I would go to um or whatever place and there are some sections that are dedicated to vegans or um, gluten-free products or sugar-free products as well and I'd buy these for her but I would stock them up only at the grandparents place so the one she's there yeah Um, there's a book that I also read to her every night Uh, it's called V is for Vegan which I highly recommend to parents that want to maybe raise their children vegan or plant-based and teach them the ethical side of veganism 
uh, she's memorized the book because it's, you know, something like A is for animals, friends, not food. We don't eat our friends. They'd find it quite rude. Wow. So she's kind of memorized it because Mm. it has a little rhyme and rhythm to it. Yeah. Can you buy vegan baby food and stuff then? Or was that a step too far at the minute? For no, you can. There's vegan formula. There oh, are actually there? quite a few brands. Yeah, they're either soy-based or rice-based. And a lot of kids might have allergies mm. to soy or moms don't want to give their kids uh, soy products. So there is um, uh, a very popular uh, rice formula, as a matter of fact, that my pediatrician recommended to me. In And, you know, it's really easee to make baby food. You just have to puree fruits. Um, I did that when I started yes. to introduce solid to her I just batch cooked a lot of fruits yes. and uh, vegetables pureed them and I would I suppose that's what people have generally isn't yeah. it when you yeah. start you start with fruits and veggies yeah. Yeah. for the first usually if, if a doctor is going to recommend um, as how to start a baby on solids normally what they would say is uh, you start at six months and then you only give them fruits and veggies up until eight to 12 months and only then you start to introduce things like meat and fish and stuff um, I was very lucky to find a pediatrician who is uh, pro-vegan uh, pro-veganism sometimes I get I get mixed messages from him sometimes he tells me that he is vegan sometimes he tells me that he's vegetarian sometimes he tells me he's pescatarian hmm. he's in his 70s so maybe <laughs> he's just forgetting Change what he it. eats but I know that his daughter is a vegan and she has four kids and she raises her kids vegan um, and also what I find really interesting is that this pediatrician um, is an Arabic man and wow. uh, veganism in the Arab a community in you know I'm I'm an Arab myself I'm half Lebanese uh, my husband's a Jordanian and consuming meat in our culture is a big thing yeah. and to tell my in-laws and my parents that I'm going to raise our daughter vegan was a huge slap in the face now, I've been I was a vegetarian for a few years before I became vegan it started in 2010 so I've eliminated uh, animal products a very long time ago and I think my family uh, made their peace with it but when I told them that Tara was going to be vegan, they were like, but you should give her a choice. You know, mm. you shouldn't make the choice on her behalf. But in my mind, the way that I justified is that if I chose to feed her meat, then I would be so making a choice on her behalf anyway. Yeah, and yeah. I've heard the same argument so many times um, leveled at my parents too. And I was brought up vegetarian and vegan. I've never eaten meat, fish or eggs. And I'm so glad. And I don't see myself having not been given a choice. Mm. I have a choice. I can eat anything I want to. You know, I'm over, yeah. left home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually am really grateful that my parents brought me up yeah. um, vegetarian and vegan. That's beautiful. So I feel really lucky. I hope yeah. she feels this way one day. <laughs> yeah, do you find you come up, um, come up against any kind of negativity or anything to do with veganism? Or Definitely. specifically, like, if you're bringing up a child vegan, what's the kind of response, if you had anybody? Well... More from family, um, from friends and acquaintances, they admire it. And, mm. you know, some of them have even gone as far as saying, I wish my parents raised me vegan, which I find quite interesting. Um, but, you know, our families were either concerned about her health because they, for whatever reason, believe that consuming animal products is healthy for you. Um, and there's a lot of information out there and research that has been done recently and also in the past that actually goes to show you that it is not good for your health. And so I'm always sharing um, these articles with with um, 
people who are concerned about my daughter's health that yeah. she is as long as she's eating a, a well-balanced whole foods diet and that she's not living off of vegan junk food then they have nothing to worry about um she sees her pediatrician regularly and he's always impressed with her weight gain and 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 her also um cognitive development which i think uh veganism has a huge part to play in in how smart she is and how just clear-minded she is i could be wrong but in my heart i believe that it's true um and they're easing up on it you know just i try to include them in the whole journey i um you know advise my mother-in-law on what to prepare for for her and i tell her that there's so much that you can make for her you know when you cook her rice just don't add butter for whatever reason mm. she adds butter in the rice just okay. don't add butter and if you want to add some fat put avocado maybe olive oil i can maybe just you know close my eyes to that um and when she gets involved in cooking meals for her for example maybe feeding her these meals and seeing how Tara loves eating vegetables something that is completely unheard of with kids then she eases up on it yeah and and um I'd like to add to that as well that the World Health Organization does actually advocate a vegan and plant-based diet so yes. you know <laughs> yeah do you think people are becoming a bit more not accepting because it's the wrong word, but a bit more used to it, maybe. Like, yes. Did you used to come mainstream. up against more people saying, oh, why are you doing that? And kind of brushing it off a bit. Do you think that was a yes. bit fair to say? They're, because they're experiencing the benefits firsthand. Mm. Um, uh, my husband uh, loves eating animal products from meat to cheese. And he's one of those people that will try anything once, hasn't said no to any kind of food unless he's tried it and doesn't like it. <laughs> um, and... He goes to the gym and lifts a lot of weights, so, you know, he's all about the protein. And he starts his morning off pre-workout or post-workout with protein powders. Um, and for a very long time, he was consuming whey protein until one day he decided to try vegan protein powders because he kept saying that every time he had whey protein, he felt bloated. And I'm absolutely convinced that not only is he lactose intolerant, but he is one of the people that whose bodies really react to dairy because we're not meant to consume or digest cow's milk yeah no. it's not made for us it's made for baby cows and when he switched to vegan protein powder he felt amazing and he saw a lot of difference in his um, physical appearance as well does um, he still eat meat then as well he does yes um but he's very supportive of uh, my daughter being raised vegan as long as in the future, if she chooses to no longer be vegan, that I, you know, am understanding and, and somehow be supportive of it. Of course, I'll support my daughter's decisions. I'll maybe try to understand why she chose to not be vegan, have a conversation with her. I will try to convince her not, <laughs> not to stray. But of course, you know, I'm not going to force her, lock her up in a dungeon and say, you're only going to consume vegan food. Yeah. <laughs> so he's okay with that. And he's actually joined in, in the sense that once a week, he's completely plant-based, won't consume any oh, really? animal products. So that's really nice. It's nice of him to show support. And, and this is what I think uh, is really nice of restaurants in Dubai that are starting to um, have more vegan options in their menus that, in a way, I feel like they're trying to tell the vegan community, we support you. You know, we might not follow that lifestyle, but we support you and we want to help you have a good experience at our restaurant. Well, I would argue it's also based on economics. There's the demand out there. And if you look at, um, at vegan cheese, it's like something like a four billion 
pound market just in the UK alone. And you've got, um, if you look at the search works on Google, people are, are searching the word vegan and veganism all the time. Um, everyone, the, the trademarking of vegan products is up something like 63% last year. So it's big business. Mm. It's big business. And with yeah. food and beverage in, industry so competitive in, in a place like the UAE, mm. um, it, 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 offering a vegan option is, is, is good for business. And we, you know, the Dubai Vegan Days events have sort of 15, 30, 50, 80 people turning up for an event on a Saturday or Sunday night um, when those restaurants need to fill their tables. So mm. I would argue it's, uh, it's not about the hoteliers and restaurateurs really supporting and it being interested in the vegan cause or veganism as a philosophy, but they realize that there's money to make made out of it. Yeah, because I suppose like say you went out for dinner with your husband and he wasn't on his meat-free day mm-hmm. and he wanted to go and have a steak and you didn't want to go to steakhouse it would be good to go somewhere I don't know like we were saying before about the French restaurants or something where they've got a dedicated menu of vegan food but then he can also have his yeah. like lamb chops or whatever so mm-hmm. you can go out with groups of people do you think that yeah. is part of it as well yes absolutely yeah, it's really helpful I, I the reason why I say that I feel the support from restaurants is because I've had experiences where chefs would refuse to serve vegans really yeah in really just on principle wow i haven't had that i mean mm. gordon <laughs> gordon ramsay used to hate vegetarians if you remember but now yeah. his vo- daughter is vegan and he serves it and he's an advocate of vegan yes. food same with uh, uh ronda locatelli who mm-hmm. i met recently and did a dubai vegan days event with his daughter is vegan uh you, so you can't right. you can't ignore veganism yeah. anymore for a lot of places just no, can't ignore it yeah, yeah. We're not going away. <laughs> no, it's interesting. We had Jason Atherton from Runa Social on recently and he was saying how he used to get a bit frustrated when he had vegans in because, mm. like we were saying earlier, he couldn't cook something that was amazing for them mm-hmm. and therefore he felt that it wasn't doing a service to what he was doing. So mm. he started creating really cool stuff and that actually people who weren't vegan were ordering off that That's menu right. as well because it's just interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. And also a lot of people say, like, if you say oh, I'm vegan, oh, I've never, I've never had vegan food, like, well, you have. You've Pretty had. A... sure you've had a vegetable curry. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's not just a menu for vegans. It's just a menu for exactly. people who like vegetables or just like whole foods. Yeah. Like it's all inclusive. Mm-hmm. And and back to the allergies as well. Like you said, a lot of people are lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. And I've had um, food intolerance tests at the Dubai Herbal and Treatment um, Center. And I'm I'm allergic to cow's dairy and honey. So the things that I don't want to eat anyway. So it's great to know that. And um, I'd encourage anyone who's um, feeling bloated or, or you know, unsure about health problems to check what their, their food what intolerances are. are. Yeah. When you go to the grocery store, you know, and you look at a carton of eggs, you've got an image of very happy chickens. They yeah. look really healthy and, you know, the sun is shining and everything's fine and they're quote unquote free range. Mm. But that's not, the, not reality the reality of no. the egg industry. Now, there are some people out there who um, have made that argument if I you know, raised chickens in my backyard and they laid eggs, then yes, I would consume them as a vegan. But I also think that that doesn't make you a vegan anymore. I think it makes you more... They're still eating an animal product, isn't it? So my mother-in-law actually does raise chickens and my husband, luckily, he's vegan as well. She doesn't understand why we won't eat her eggs, eat her chicken's eggs. They are very happy chickens. They're lovely. They they are as free-range as... You can imagine an actual free range rather than not in the wild, but lovely garden, every, everything to play in. 
But for me, but for me, it's the yeah, it's the idea of an egg. I don't wish to eat that anymore. I I find it, especially no. nowadays when I have only a few weeks ago discovered tofu scramble. Mm. Oh, I love it. Like mm. I just much rather have that yeah. than an actual like I would never ever eat a a shop bought egg. Mm-hmm. You have I, to be so careful with where you're buying it. Well, I heard, um, fact check this, but I heard that a for a chicken to be free range, it just has to have one square meter yes. for it to run around. Which is why I say free range doesn't yeah. it's not, really mean free range. Yeah. yeah. No. But also, we had chickens at home, like I said, oh, and okay. I didn't eat eggs when I had chickens because of that reason. I found it really weird that it was... Mm, coming out of the chicken because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was associating with it was like a pet wasn't it mm, like, yeah. that sound, makes me mm, sound really mm, you're more connected like, to yeah, your, but... what's on your plate and yeah. I think for me um, and f- what many people should perhaps keep in mind especially if they're transitioning to veganism it's not about what you lose but about what you gain, gain. 100%. do you think in terms of Obviously, you were mentioning that if you go to a restaurant, it is quite expensive. Is that the same in the supermarket or is it coming around now or is that a factor that does put people off? From my perspective, um, you can eat cheaply being vegan or vegetarian. I was brought up on welfare, so there wasn't a lot of money. Um, If you're making food from scratch and you're buying from places like Union Mm Co-op, it doesn't have to be expensive. And you can even buy biodynamic products from from union co-op if you're buying processed food or if you're you know going to more of an upmarket supermarket it is going to be more expensive and if you look at um surveys done i think by the vegan society in the uk um over a year you're probably looking at about 645 pounds more spent on food if you're vegan but it, it it's an, again it's a matter of choice it's about how many processed or mm-hmm. uh, products you want to buy but all, vi- all fruits and veg veg are sort of vegan. You know, you can you can yeah. eat quite simply. Yeah, a lot of staple foods, like you mentioned earlier, like rice, quinoa, fruit, veg. Like if you do go down the, the fake meat and the fake cheeses, mm-hmm. of course it will add up. Mm-hmm. But is that going to be more expensive than a prime sell-on fillet steak? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It depends what you eat. If you want to do it cheap, absolutely, yeah. you can do it. Yeah, where's good to get kind of substitute produce, produce then that's not overly expensive so you talk about vegan cheese and vegan sausage there's a lot of vegan cheeses at the organic cafe Mm -hmm. um viola um, viola yeah viola uh, yes they're sold i think they also stock now in some waitros and some spinnies yeah Um, i forgot the brand names but and also a lot of these products are are imports and they're obviously going to be so much more mm. expensive. I mean, Koyo yogurt yes. is oh, three times amazing. the pricier than the UK. Yeah. But then what you can do is um, you can make a lot of these things at home. You mm. can make coconut yogurt at home. You can make plant-based milks at home, whether they're nut milks or oat milk. Um, uh, and it's a great way of also... Uh, maybe uh contributing a whole lot more to a waste free uh living mm. you know if if you make nut milk at home for example you can use the pulp from almonds and make cookies with them mm. or you can make oatmeal out of it so it's a very uh nice way of getting the best out of what you spend on foods um and uh yeah there are a lot of places also that are uh 
supplying fruits and vegetables for a lot cheaper than if you were to go to the bigger hypermarkets. You can drive straight to the fruits and vegetable market. It's a bit of a trip, but it's really nice to go there. Uh, Kipson's is also another favorite of mine. I do my weekly grocery shop through them. You just, you know, click, click, click on your laptop. It gets delivered to you on time. And they're also quite environment environmentally friendly in the sense that they ask you, how do you want your food to be packaged in paper bag or in plastic, biodegradable plastic bag, as they say, or in nothing at all where possible. Oh, that's so fair. that's really nice and you yeah. make a good point about how a lot of this food will be imported over think of like the the shipping everything all <laughs> the environmental impact that will have when mm-hmm. you can buy local yeah and also the, so often the local well more often than not the local food is the cheaper food like mm-hmm. the little cucumbers rather than the big ones from yeah. holland or something yeah. in, in choi Trums in tesco like just buy a little yeah little, little and local <laughs> yeah yeah and can we talk a minute about vegan cheese then? I've heard a lot about this recently. It seems uh, to be a big thing. <laughs> love vegan cheese. Can you explain to me what vegan cheese is actually made of? Can you get different types of it? How does yes, it work? Yes, yes, yes. I love cheese, so talk to me about so, cheese. Some of them are soy-based, some of them mm. are coconut-based. My personal favorite would be coconut-based mm-hmm. cheese. Um, they are quite processed. Also, you can make a lot of cheese from nuts. Um, I keep forgetting the name of the brand. It's a local brand. Um, I think it's called Pure Love Vegan. Pure Vegan Love something That's like that. That's closed down. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Didn't they make good cheese? They did. Yeah. We tried to do that as well at Hippie Deli, but also what we wanted to do with Hippie Deli was to make sure that we did not have over, we did not have expensive food on our menu. So when we first started off, we explored the option of making our own cheese and selling it. But then I found that it, you know, we would have to charge quite a lot um, for it to make sense for yeah. us. And so I decided that I'm going to just hold off on that. Um, we never, uh, we haven't revisited the idea, although now that you say that you love cheese, maybe I'll look into it so that I can convert you to vegan cheese. Because <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, you must hear this the whole time, like somebody saying to you, oh, why do you eat sausages? vegan sausages if you don't like sausages that Mm. kind of stuff like Mm -hmm. what what do you say to people that say that okay so personally i generally as a rule don't like meat alternatives Mm -hmm. i don't like i don't want to because i've never eaten meat i don't want something that tastes of meat i don't know what meat Mm. tastes like but this is a real divide i would say in the vegan community some people really welcome that and that's fair enough you know Mm -hmm. if something's vegan and they want a replacement let's encourage it let's go for it if that's works for you um but personally i i generally don't like um uh, alternatives like that but i do eat vegan sausages agree yeah i like to focus more on the whole foods um it's a big part of why i became vegan as well is that um for the longest time i i uh, enjoyed the the vegetables and the fruits that were served during mealtime. Um, and I avoided the meat, as a matter of fact, whenever it was served to me. Um, I only ate it at times when I thought that I absolutely had to. And of course, when once I transitioned to a plant-based diet and, you know, <laughs> started to enjoy um, the taste of fruits and vegetables even more and, and um, appreciate them more. Um, but some things... Um, you just you just miss maybe there's a there's an emotional connection that you have to certain foods uh you know like the fact that once a week our parents used to take us to McDonald's for junk food and just the idea of holding a burger is something that i miss so occasionally i like to enjoy uh vegan burgers or vegan sausages but i will say that the vegan burgers and sausages that i like to have are ones that are made with wholesome ingredients so either the ones that I make at home or um, for example at Hippie Deli we we serve hot dogs and hamburgers but we don't buy them from a supplier we make them in-house and they're with very clean ingredients 
Yeah, how do you kind of come up with the recipes then that you serve in your Happy Deli? Well, over the years, um, I've been inspired by a lot of uh, vloggers and uh, recipe developers online, and I got a lot of inspiration from them. Um, and I'm also very blessed to be working with a chef. Um, he's a pescatarian, but with with him being a pescatarian, he doesn't consume fish on a daily basis. So a lot of his meals are healthy, uh, vegetarian or plant-based meals. And so we've worked together a lot on developing the recipes Um and, you know, just sticking to um, what I really believe in, which is wholesome foods and the power of plants um, in terms of how they can really benefit our health. Uh, and uh, we just stuck to that and made sure that we didn't uh, resort to any processed foods because there's already enough of that in the market, whether it's in Dubai or elsewhere. And also in stores, if you go to a vegan section, more often than none, it will be processed foods. So we just wanted to go a different direction. And... Um, Hippie Deli is really a platform for me to be a vegan activist. I want to promote uh, the ethical side of veganism and I want to promote the environmental side of veganism and the health aspects of veganism. And we do that through food by showing non-vegans that you can be vegan and eat delicious food and be healthy um, and through our social media. There's all sorts of uh, recipes available for anybody that wants to follow um, Flavours by Zendi. She's a local vegan chef and I do encourage people to check out her content for some inspiration as well. Mm. I suppose we're very lucky in the region that we're in with all the spices and the ingredients that we have access to as well. That must help in what you're creating and mm -hmm. eating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also... Um, like our food so falafel for two hummus yes every, like we're in the best place in the world for these local foods obviously yeah. and they're naturally vegan mm. just and delicious a little tip on hummus mm. whenever you go to any restaurant that serves hummus always ask if they put dairy in their hummus because sometimes they use it to either thicken it or make it smoother so i'm always having to ask um even garlic paste which is one of my favorite things. So I, like I said, I'm half Lebanese, which means that we heavily consume garlic and onions in our <laughs> cooking. Um, and the garlic paste that they often serve with barbecues is also served with um, uh, other vegan dishes like uh, deep fried potato cubes. Yeah. And I heard that some places add egg yolk to them or oh. egg whites, I, ca I can't remember. But they sneak in. Um, animal products all the time. Uh, a popular Egyptian dish, for example, kushari, which is lentils, rice and pasta mm. and tomato sauce. Oh, yes. They sometimes cook their lentils or whatever in chicken stock. Oh. Yeah, you have to be so careful. You always have always to ask. ask. Just ask the question. Just I mean, be safe. I often don't buy soup ever anywhere. Stock. Because I just, even if I ask, I just don't feel safe to, yeah. to eat soup. Um, unless I'm perhaps in a vegan or almost vegan restaurant mm. when you know they're going to understand mm. what, what what vegetable stock mm. means. But um, yeah. And this is, you know... Yeah, you just reminded me of an incident. I was recently in Mysore, India for a month. Um, and it was the first time that I go to India as a vegan. Every time I've been there, I was vegetarian. Okay. Um, and I was there uh, at a guest house that I always go to and stay in. And they have a cafe. And I was there with my daughter as well. So it was really difficult to think of things that I could feed her. And I had to order from the cafe. We didn't have access to the kitchen when the cafe was running. And so I just thought... Toast and peanut butter is the safest thing because they make the peanut butter as well. So it will be the cleanest peanut butter that I would have. Mm, yeah. I found out they put dairy butter in it. No. After and two weeks peanut of butter. Oh, no. I cried. <laughs> I cried so much. I took the owner aside and I said, do you understand what it means to be vegan? Yes, I do. Well, did you know that there's butter in your peanut butter? No, I didn't. I was like, just 
know your products and tell us. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, it's really disappointing. And I and I never thought to ask. It's peanut no. butter. Yeah, I've yeah. asked about everything else, your pancakes, when they advertise it as vegan pancakes. Are you sure it's vegan? What kind of milk did you use? Is there mm. any egg? If there's no egg, what egg replacer did you use? I yeah. would just test them. Yes. But peanut butter, you'd never think about it. So from now no, on, if ask. it's not a vegan restaurant or if it's not listed on Happy Cow mm. that, yeah. it's, that it's got vegan options, then I will always ask about anything. Even mm. something as simple as peanut butter, I'll ask if there's dairy in there. Mm. Speaking of pancakes, amongst few have mm. vegan pancakes and they are delicious i haven't tasted them yet. if you're in the area absolutely <laughs> yeah. delicious definitely uh, yeah i love the um they've got a special at the moment at wild and moon in alcos they're doing they've been doing vegan pancakes the last mm. couple of weeks and they're great they have a um, afternoon tea there as well oh, really? yeah vegan afternoon tea is quite a few now mm. if you like afternoon mm. tea last <laughs> year on mother's day actually i was invited for afternoon tea and it was my first experience ever having do they call it high tea or afternoon tea i'm not sure what the difference is but i went there and my sister-in-law had arranged it for all the moms in her life which is very sweet of her and they catered to vegans it was really nice i got my own thing of vegan desserts and vegan sandwiches it was one of the wow. hotels here on jbr there are options out there. That's the point. And you can even just call ahead of time uh, and arrange. We're going away this weekend for our wedding anniversary. And the first thing that I said to my husband, did you check if they're vegan before I could even finish my sentence? He said, don't worry. I've already spoken with them and they've got a lot of special things prepared for you. This is the Waldorf and the Ras Al-Khaimah. So I'm pretty excited oh, to fantastic. see what they have in store yeah. for me. Yeah. Well, you'll have to let us know. Definitely. So it's just about being prepared, really, and yeah. checking yes. it out. And there's... Always options. Of course. Yeah. And Dubai is becoming more vegan friendly, it would yes. seem. Massively. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, excellent news. Well, thank you very much for coming in and joining us and educating us a bit on vegan ways. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure you subscribe to get every episode straight to your inbox. Best.